0: Hello, my name is John Schaefer and welcome to the Our Wealth Manager podcast. With increased attention on the Black Lives Matter campaign following the death of George Floyd, how can the asset management industry improve on making black voices heard? I spoke with Justin Onokasi, head of multi-asset funds at Elgin. Justin is one of only 13 black fund managers in the UK, and he's also a member of Talk About Black. A group that promotes ethnic diversity in the industry. So, so last year when we spoke on video, you, you know, um, you said that despite having a great career in asset management, you'd been mistaken for a, a toilet janitor, security guard, or even you know someone making the coffee at, at an event you were speaking at. Um, what kind of reaction did you have from peers in the industry to that video?
1: The reaction from peers in the industry was actually pretty supportive I had a number of people colleagues within Elgin speaking to me and you know trying to understand I had a lot of people who were minorities and that's not just ethnic minorities that is women in particular saying I fully understand this happened to me so many times um you know People don't really understand the se- uh, if they are senior, they, they, they're always perceived as being more junior. Uh, so I had people saying that. Uh, I had people, competitors, competitors emailed me out of the blue, LinkedIn messages to me saying, you know, I understand, I didn't realise, I empathise. Um, so, it's so yeah, overall, I think from a peer perspective, the... Reaction was pretty positive and yeah. supportive.
0: Yeah, that's great. I mean, I guess on the other side, though, I mean, some of the comments on our website perhaps felt a little bit tone deaf. Um, and, and were you surprised at that at all?
1: I wasn't surprised. I think it's very difficult, and it, so I think it's really important to to be able to understand and empathise people's lived experiences. I think the challenge for people who have never experienced the the challenges that that that, that I've had, uh, or that maybe, uh, and it's obviously in the news uh, a lot this week and last week, I, I, people who haven't who haven't had those challenges, it's very difficult for them to understand the lived experience of, of others. And um, but you know, if, you know the. I think some of the comments. One was said, "One said I was a troubled man," which was um, particularly hard to take. But you know, I, I think as well, the, the it takes a lot to speak out about these kind of things, and you almost expect um, some negative, some, some, some negative response to it because it's just not done. Uh, and this is why. As you know, I'm part of a platform called Talk About Black. So really, it's just really trying to create a platform to talk about ethnicity and to really drive change. In terms of one comment which really stuck out to me was, maybe it's not your ethnicity, maybe it's your accent. (laughs) Which was... um,
0: I was almost going to pick uh, up on that, yeah, but go on.
1: (laughs) Yeah, so, so I think that shows that it's really hard to understand someone's lived experience because clearly that person uh, i don't know for definite but is likely to have felt discrimination or felt uh negativity with regards to their own accent so it's very easy for them to empathize with that so i think part of this is simply by continuously talking about race continually talking about ethnicity it allows people to then to understand and to, and to truly empathise with, uh, with others, but also it gives other people a voice. And the amount of support I've had recently with this I Am campaign that we've launched, the amount of support I've had on that has been phenomenal. And it's actually been a lot from junior black people and ethnic minorities in the industry saying, thank you for giving us a voice. And I think that is is really important.
0: So, so last time we spoke, um, you know, we spoke about the lack of black fund managers in the UK industry. Um, at that time, you, you know, you were saying it was less than one percent. I think you you quoted thirteen um, fund managers at the time. But yeah. I, I know it's only been less than a year. But have you seen a greater amount of interest in the profession from perhaps the next generation, the, the people that you're talking to at events?
1: This is really interesting. So we did a big event. Talk about Black did a big event in November, where we had a number of role models, uh, mostly Black role models, but also we had a CEO panel of supportive um, CEOs of the, of this challenge. And, and what we did, we didn't exclude it to any ethnicity. So, but we said that essentially one of the big challenges for black juniors is that when they look at the asset management industry it's just not seen as attractive because there's so few people that look like them in the industry so what we did is we showcased the senior leaders in the industry at this event and actually we had a survey done by a recruitment consultant just a few months ago which was asking people what industry within finance are you aware of and do you find attractive? And it was a it was a recruitment consultant that was focused on diversity. So a lot of the the candidates are are black and ethnic minorities. And actually what you saw was asset management being the leading industry within the whole of finance that people wanted to join and were interested in. And I think that is testament to some of the work we've done. Now, before that, when they used to do the survey last year, asset management wasn't even on
0: on the radar. Do you think people even knew what it was in that sense?
1: I don't think they did. I don't think they did. So, so actually, by educating people on what asset management is, I think it has helped, at least to some extent, to at least raise awareness. And it's created a lot of interest to in the asset management industry as well.
0: Oh, that's fantastic and and you've seen that essentially in the last couple of months really yes yeah yes fantastic and and how do you think the asset management industry could better support black voices um given that it is so dominantly white middle class male um and and how could it encourage more black people to get into the industry
1: I think by supporting the initiatives that are driven by the diversity project and talk about black. So Talk About Black, as, as we spoke about before, Talk About Black is essentially a, a movement that's been set up within the Diversity Project to essentially create a platform for talking more widely about ethnicity across the asset management industry. And we we've come with a number of initiatives, a number of initiatives that really try to recognise why representation is so low. So one of the initiatives more recently has been this hashtag I am campaign, which launched uh, launched a few days ago, and the interest in the campaign has been absolutely phenomenal. Uh, when you look at my LinkedIn page, the last time I looked, I had you know. 1800 reactions and a number of comments where and essentially the way the campaign works is you put it um you 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 basically say what you are you know Uh, uh, so there's a number of stereotypes which are, are usually associated with um or can be associated with black people and then effectively then we say you know what are you and mine were you know i'm a father i'm determined to create change and i'm a listener And then you just tag five people and then they say what they are. And I think in light of all of the negativity that's out there, actually being able to reach out to allies and people that will stand beside you in order to create a level playing field has been extremely powerful. So I think by supporting initiatives like that, I think the asset management industry can really make a difference and really make a change to the perception of the industry and really look to attract a more diverse range of
0: talent. Uh, And what about kind of from the start, getting out of the asset management industry, um, even into schools, How, how could things change to sort of address that racial bias? Yeah, so...
1: As you probably know, uh, black children are more likely to get uh, expelled from school. As you probably know, when children start right at the beginning of the schooling system, there isn't any difference really in terms of ethnicity. But by the end of the schooling system, uh, challenges or structural challenges seem to mean that um, black children underperform. Um, particularly black boys and particularly black caribbean boys te- uh, tend to or black um, british caribbean boys tend to underperform other ethnicities um, i think it's clear that part of this uh may be driven by uh racial racial bias throughout the education system for example uh you know not having well, when I was at school, I don't remember specifically having anything on um, black history. Uh, now, I think, you know, Black History Month, that awareness has been r- raised around the importance of um, the importance of, 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 that the different ethnicities have had in, you know, shaping uh, the UK and shaping Britain. I think things like that re- re- really, really help. The only thing I remember at school was was talking about slavery, um, and that was only for like half an hour, on um, in in year ten. Um, so I, I think things like that could 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 really help. I do think the asset management industry does have a responsibility though know, to reach out to schools and really educate people on investment and educate the. Uh, schools in the less maybe affluent areas around uh, investment and how to manage their money.
0: There's been a lot of companies, big corporations that have had vocal support for Black Lives Matter recently in the last week or two. Um, But there's been a lot of other criticism of those same companies that their boards haven't really got any BAME presence on them. What are your thoughts on that?
1: It's clearly a challenge, not only in our industry, but really right across the board. I mean, all you need to do is look at the last Parker review and you can see that in terms of ethnic minorities or BAME, as you put it, diversity on boards, uh, we haven't really progressed at the pace that we would have, uh, that the Parker review suggested I do think that the external statements uh, that there have been recently have been, you know, clearly a positive, and it's definitely companies recognising that this is a challenge. However, you are right. I think the the work f- from businesses and companies really has to start within. They have to look within and look at look at what structures they're putting in place to create diversity and inclusion throughout their business. I think that's the most important thing. That's what will create um, fair representation and that's what will start to reduce this systematic stigma around ethnicity and race.
0: And I think maybe in a practical sense, what can people from who aren't from minority backgrounds do to help you to support spoke about being an ally but you know what, what do you for you what does that mean
1: I think it's really important so i think that the word ally has probably lost a lot of its meaning so to me an ally isn't simply just saying i support you it's actually turning those words in, in, into into real action so it's actually, actually moving from being an ally to being an advocate and I think that's what's been most interesting about the protest that we've seen is actually just how mixed in terms of ethnicity, how mixed they have been in, ter- yeah, in, in terms of background, cultural background, ethnicity. I think that's been really, really powerful. And um, so, what can you do? I think, as I say, you know, supporting the uh, campaign that uh, that 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 we that we've put on, but supporting other campaigns as well. I think that that, that is. Um, that is actually, you know, really helping to raise awareness. I think where you see microaggressions, where you see challenges in terms of um, uh, diversity, and it, it actually calling that out, I think that's really important. But also, I think it's about listening. I think it's it, it's about listening to uh, the people within your business who are different who are different from you, the the minorities in your business, and really trying to understand the challenges that they face within that particular organisation, or actually, you know, just in our lives in general. Because only by understanding can you actually get to a true true empathy. And I think think this is actually happening. I think the, the events over the last few weeks, the events over the last few years, has meant that people are really starting to understand that lived experiences can be very different and actually to understand the lived experience through somebody else's lens. I think that to me is how you get to true advocacy by listening and understanding other people's lived experiences.
0: I wanted to ask a question focusing on on your role as a multi-asset fund manager. And I wondered if there was a way that asset managers could actually invest differently to fight against those microaggressions and and systemic racism. Is there a a way that they could invest differently?
1: I do think the increased awareness around ESG (coughs) could be very important for diversity and inclusion. And I think that the, we are coming to a point where investing in a way which is <clears throat> uh, more ESG friendly should be invested in the companies that are, you know, stronger governed, you know, ha- you know focus on diversity on, on, on their boards, focus on diversity within, within their business. The big challenge with ethnic diversity, unlike gender, is the lack of data. Uh, And I do think the government has a role to play here that if we do see, for example, focus on the ethnicity pay gap, then that will compel companies to start collecting data on ethnicity. And then we can truly see across the board just how, um, how entrenched the lack of representation is. I think once you do that, then companies, you know, have a responsibility. Asset managers have a responsibility to invest on, on on the basis of that. And I think you will see, you know, more and more where a company has a poor record in diversity and inclusion as a whole, you will see asset managers, you know, start to vote with their feet.
0: I've noticed that. Markets have been pretty resilient to the protests in America against racism and police brutality, um, but it seems you know it seems like they've sh- completely shrugged them off. Um, um, what are your thoughts on that? Why do you think that's happened?
1: I think it's because the protests are not are not significant enough. To cause a dent into overall economic growth in the U.S., we're in a rec- we're in the recovery stage. You know, clearly, we've seen negative growth uh, across the board, and clearly, to us anyway, the world is in a, a recession. Given the the, the lockdowns, but it it's clear now we're in a recovery stage, and the big challenge is what's the pace of that recovery. Uh, and we've set ourselves two scenarios uh, one where you get back to some sort of normality by uh, you know the end of 2021 or one where you, it, it's 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 a bit longer than that or you know a few years longer than that and i just don't think the protests are stalling economic growth enough for that recovery to be uh, to be questioned
0: so, I guess from your point of view, it doesn't really bring any additional concerns about the U.S. as a fund manager.
1: No, no, I think that the the growth rates in the U.S. as I say will be will be pretty much unscathed by uh, the protests that I was seeing, unless they go on for you know a prolonged period. Also, it's worth noting you are seeing protests. Across the world, uh, clearly not with uh, as much emphasis as you are in the US, but you are seeing process acro- across the world.
0: Well, Justin, thanks so much for your for your views today. I really appreciate it.
1: Thank you. Thank you, Pete.